Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up. On today's episode, we have Tolu Edesina. Tolu is a singer, a songwriter, producer, and performer born in northern Nigeria. Tolu was raised growing up in a Baptist church. And as early as 11 years old, Tolu was already singing in the children's choir where he gained most of his musical experience. His soprano-like vocals were so distinct, it was hard not to notice his musical talent. Tolu has auditioned for several competitions like MTN Project Fame, West Africa, West African Idol, Set the Stage, and even BET's Sunday's Best. He has also performed on Dare's Love Like a Movie alongside Sierra and other international acts. Throughout his career, he has been privileged enough to share his gift with the world and perform on various musical platforms. Tolu's dream is for his music to be reached far beyond Nigeria, but worldwide, with the understanding that music is a gift, and it is important to be able to give his fans the world music that is relatable, authentic, and different. So I present to you all Tolu. Good morning, Tolu. <laughs> Good morning. For a second there, I was wondering, who is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That is not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> How are you this morning? I am great. I am great. <laughs> yeah. So it's... let's get into this interview. Sure. So, of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. What yeah. is your definition of purpose? I think purpose is the reason why you're here. You know, people always tell you, what is your why? Why mm-hmm. do you do what you do? Is it just because everybody else is doing it or because you seem to have a distinct mission? And like me, ever since I was a kid, I fell in love with music. I've been inspired by so many great people from, of course, legends like Michael Jackson, like uh, so many. The list is long. But I got to the point in my adolescence that I had to ask myself, why do I do what I do? And Mm -hmm. And I really, because I believe in God, I feel like God gave me this talent to touch people, to make people feel good, to make people feel wonderful to to pass a message across and that's what music does it's like a bridge you know, mm-hmm. to pass a message and i have all this positive message to give to the world so music being a vehicle is like a plus so that's my purpose to make people feel something to make them just feel something you know and and just make sure that they they have a wonderful time when they listen to my music that is awesome that is that is well and and that's that's a wonderful way to relate to people yeah. through music and <laughs> it's just it's just an amazing feeling because it's something you can vibe to something you can relate to you know uh-huh. versus maybe someone speaking to you or someone exactly. you know reading a book to you you know music is like a whole different level like you can feel so much of someone's let's say culture or background mm-hmm. or whole life story just through music absolutely totally that's, agree with that's you. so that is super dope so what is one word you would use to describe yourself and why 
resilient. The reason why I say I'm resilient is because I have been through a lot in my lifetime. And, um, you know, because sometimes we go through a lot and we think, oh, man, this is too hard. I I should just, you know, try something different. Mm -hmm. But for someone like me, I've stayed, I mean, I've stayed on my course all through this time, even when it was hard, when I almost wanted to give up. But I stayed, you know, focused and steady. So that's the reason why I call myself resilient, because I keep going regardless of what I face, you know. Yes. And that's all through your purpose. Like if you don't continue to strive hard to get over those obstacles, to Mm -hmm. make sure that you keep seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, you're going to feel like you failed yourself. Yeah. So I can see why, you know, you would be, you would have so much strength to be able to just keep going. And I think everyone should have that same strength. Unfortunately, some people may lack it and it may have to come from someone else, (laughs) but you have to keep that positive energy within yourself to keep knowing that, you know, this is my goal and this is what I want to do. So Mm -hmm. I have to keep going. Absolutely. Totally agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So how did you basically get inspired to do what you do today? Yeah, like I said, when I was a kid, I would watch TV and see Michael Jackson and just be blown away by by how gifted and how talented he is. In my heart, as a child, I was like, I want to be like Mike. (laughs) I'm sure Mm -hmm. a lot of of kids have said, I want to be like Mike at some point in your life. Well, not kids of today, though. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Some kids would be like, who who, who Who is that? that? (laughs) You know? But yeah, so I just, you know, I I was inspired by all the concerts, all the shows. It was almost like a spiritual experience for me because one person's voice can have that much impact on the world in such a monumental way. And that was what, you know, know, gave me the inspiration to say, you know what, I've been given a voice. And as as young as I was, people were telling me in church and because I went to a Baptist church. That uh, you got you got a call in your life, you got a gift, boy. You know, you you sound so angelic. And you know, you would see the female section of Sopranos and you see uh-huh. this little kid boy. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of awkward. <laughs> Cause you would think a boy would be singing in the male section, but because my voice was really high pitched and you know, I have a high soprano, I was singing in the female section. They were like, right. who is that kid? That kid is wow. Me. You know? So yeah, that that it really inspired me. And then from Michael, I grew into other contemporary acts, you know, from voiced men to Joe to so many R&B acts that inspired me and, you know, kind of like built my ground in for R&B and soul. Right. And I grew up into it and, you know, it became like second nature to me to just sing, you know. Wow. Sounds like a lot of people don't even know that I sing. My mom was oh, a wow. singer. She, um, she sung with one of our long lasting like school choirs that went on to doing albums and stuff like that here in the city. Wow. She's done talent shows with Salt and Pepper. Like it was like really big. And people was like, "Well, I wonder if she's going to have the talent too." Listen, I can sing, but I'm one of them. Like, oh, I just want to sing back up for Fantasia one good time, and then that's it. Like, <laughs> I'm a church singer. That. I'm a church singer as well. I'm a singer yeah. in the car. I'm a karaoke singer, but yeah. I'm like that karaoke singer that people really don't want to sing after. They're like, well, she's the girl who really know how to sing. So why should I have to sing behind her? Yeah, I know what you mean. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, singing is just like so therapeutic. It's, yeah. Oh goodness. I said if I ever have a child, I said I pray to goodness that she she or he has my voice as well. Because... Absolutely. I've said that a couple of times. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So what do you feel was your biggest challenge in order to get where you are today? And how did you overcome that? Oh yeah. So my biggest challenge was um, you know, it's kind of like Okay, let me give it like from an American perspective. Uh-huh. Kind of like uh, you're gifted in movies, for instance, mm-hmm. and then you were born in some farm in, say, Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody keeps telling you, you're just such an amazing actor. You go to local dramas and like, oh, my God, you're so moving. But you're in Texas, you know, in a farm. <laughs> so, right. you know, you keep thinking, how do I get to Hollywood? You know, how do I get to... But, you know, meet Denzel and meet all these people. And that was my situation because where I was born in Nigeria, mm-hmm. which would be what you would call like a, a very uh, r- local or rural area, you know, okay. compared to where the industry is like really big in Lagos. So I was like, man, how do I go from, you know, singing in church and people telling me, oh, my God, you're such a blessing, mm-hmm. you know, taking my dream to where I can actually use it and profit off of it and touch more people. So a competition called Project Fame was happening in Lagos. So I was like, man, but I live all the way down here. Right. Then I was so happy when they said they're going to do a nationwide audition and go to different states. I was I was happy. I was like, yes, they're coming to my state. Right. So I went there. <laughs> I went there and uh they were like I think there were about a thousand five hundred five hundred of us that auditioned. Wow. And I was the only guy I picked from my state. So really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and that that was I was so excited. When the when the judge told me and they called me and they called my mom actually, she was so excited and like your son has, you know, past the audition she was the only one picked and he's going to lagos so it's kind of like a boy in texas on a farm here's he's going to hollywood for the first time yeah it, it was it was really exciting for me and i went there and i was a fan finalist i was one of the winners and you know it kind of changed my whole story you know yeah. it changed the whole everybody got to see me on tv my town was proud of me the the nation was proud of me people were like man this boy can sing you know, right. so that kind of put my name on the map, you know, in Nigeria and people got to know me. And that's how my career started. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and I guess that can roll into the next question. What is your meaning of success and what do you oh, yeah. consider to be your biggest success? And it can be personal or business related. Yeah, I, I think for me at the point that I'm at right now, mm-hmm. for me, success is walking in your purpose, not mm-hmm. necessarily making all the money in this world, you know, because right. some people think when you got thousands or millions of dollars in your bank account, now you're successful. No, it's about impact. How yes. many people have you impacted? Because you could be rich and have no impact, you know? So it's about impact. For me, I think over the course of seven years, because I've been in the industry now for seven years. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I've made a lot of impact. I've touched a lot of people, a lot of young people that have come to me and say, you know, how do you do what you do? You inspire us. I like your songs. I like the way you do what you do. How do I get to the point where I can work with the kind of people you've worked with? You know, so it's about, for me, success is about impact, not necessarily what's in my bank account, but about how many people I've touched so far. Yes. Yeah. That is that's that's what it's all about. That is mm-hmm. definitely what it's all about. And of course that's not the first time I've heard that answer. 
but definitely yeah. like you 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 have lived you're living through your purpose and that's yeah. your biggest piece whether you sell one album or a million albums yeah or just like you said you touch that one person or multiple people yeah that's what your ultimate goal is exactly exactly that's a good one so if you could go back in time and change one thing what yeah. would it be or would you not change anything at all hmm. if i went back in time i would have told the younger me that look it gets better from here <laughs> yes yeah i would have told the younger me that don't worry about nothing because i I've, i can recall many times in my life where i've cried about my dream where i've you know um doubted myself or second guessed myself mm-hmm. or had times where i didn't do well enough because i thought i wasn't gonna you know get to where I was going. So if I had the time, the opportunity to go back in time, I'll tell the younger me that, yo, it's going to be okay. You did good. <laughs> yes, that's a good piece yeah. of advice. That definitely yeah. is it. I think I'm going to start asking that question now that you done started it. I think yeah. I'm going to start asking that question on the interview part because I feel like um, people, of course, would definitely tell their younger selves something completely different. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Based off of how life is going right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what is your secret to balancing your personal life and your business life? Or is there really no balance? Oh, yeah. You have to be smart about that. Uh, For me, being an entertainer, I separate my personal life from my business life because Mm -hmm. I feel like it's more professional. Because when you make your personal life other people's business, then you give them room to have say in your personal life. Thanks. Exactly. So I don't, I make sure that my personal life is not available for scrutiny anywhere on social media, on whatever platform. I keep my personal life to myself. But if you come close enough to my inner circle and I'm comfortable with you, then you can see what my personal life looks like. But I think from, from an entertainment perspective, that's why a lot of people have all these problems on social media, scandals and all of that and your business is out there is because you make your business other people's business. That's right. So, yeah. So for me, my personal life is something I keep. I'm a very private person when mm-hmm. it comes to my family, my immediate circle. So I keep that to myself because at the end of the day, you don't want to lose yourself out there. That's you right. You want to water down your life and have it mixed up with your entertainment business and you don't know the difference anymore, you know. So I think that's the type of person I am. That's absolutely true. I'm the same way. Yeah. Um, I believe I'm that way because I'm the only child. So I really never had like someone to like tell my business to. So I yeah. just kept all my business to myself. Exactly. So, yeah, I get it a hundred percent. That's why I had two separate accounts, one for my business, exactly <laughs> one for my life. Uh-huh. And my life one is private, so you gotta ask to even follow me anyway. Uh-huh. But yeah, I get it. I get it. Like you said, you can definitely lose yourself in this world of social media. Yeah, you. Can. They will slander your name like nobody's business. Uh huh. Bad <laughs> business is so bad. Yeah. So, do you have a resource that you use every single day in your life or in your business that you cannot live without? And what is it? Oh, my my major resource is everyone ahead of me in the game. Mm. You know, I follow every anyone that is doing well in what I do. I follow them on social media, not because I just like to see their lifestyle or, or hey, I'm in Hollywood. I'm rocking Louis Vuitton. I don't look at all of that. I try to look out for the things where the times where they're actually talking real talk about how they, their success habits, how they 
they their daily routines. You know, I follow because I produce music as well. So I follow a lot of the the um, production greats like Timbaland and mm-hmm. many people, and I see their work ethic. I see that these people don't don't sleep as successful as they are. They hardly sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of like what motivates me to say, yo, I'm not even where they are. If they work this hard, then I got to do times two of what they're doing. Right. So yeah, that that is what inspires me. So I feel. Like anyone that's trying to, whatever it is you're trying to do, look at the people that are ahead of you and, and learn from their stories. Don't look at their glory because the glory can blind you and think, oh, I just want to I just want to have cash so that I can go to Louis Vuitton and shop. No, look at the story. Look at what they what they do, their, their success habits and, and learn from that. And that would improve you. Yeah. Yes, that is super good. That's good information because I tell that to a lot of my clients and we talk a lot about it and maybe like a, a business Facebook group or something like that. Yeah. And we talk about it's okay to look at your competition. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not like it's not like, oh, my gosh, I can't look at them because I might try to take a marketing tactic that they use. Or something yeah. like that. No, you just want to see like how they're doing. How are they growing? What, exactly. It's okay to get into their inbox and 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 you know speak to them like you know I'm such mm-hmm. and such and I'm starting this kind of business and yeah. I wanted to know can maybe you can be a mentor or you know like you Absolutely. just never know what the ending result is going to be if you just yeah. reach out. But yeah. guys, it is okay. All my listeners, it is okay to look at people uh-huh. that are doing the same thing as you. It is okay. Of of course. Y'all might it's be able to collaborate one day. Who knows? Uh-huh. Absolutely. And I think that to add to what you just said, uh, most people, I think the reason why most people don't want to look at other people is because they don't want to be humble enough to learn from people right. that ahead of them. And humility is the very, is one big key to success. If you can learn how to be humble, you'll be successful because humility makes you learn. From yes. People. But if, yeah. you're not, if you're proud, you think you know it all. And then you just run too fast and fail, you know? So that's what it is. So do you have any upcoming events or projects in the making that our listeners can attend or look out for? Oh, yeah. Currently, as I'm speaking to you right now, I'm in a hotel in Hanover. There's a, a resource panel that's happening here, and I'm also performing the next day. So I'll be performing here in Hanover University by tomorrow. But today we're having a panel. Uh, also called Darth Mouth, I think. And I don't know how to pronounce that word. Darth Mouth. <laughs> Darth yeah. Mouth. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, also, I have a I have a tour coming up soon. I'm going to be um, going around most of the states to, to you know, just, you know, because I'm new in America. And right. um, I know most of my fan base is in Nigeria. But so nice. far, since I got here, I've been, you know, going around and making an impact. So I intend to begin this tour by the end of the year where I go around different universities and just, you know, you know, make my name known and get more fans for myself and make people see what I'm able to do and deliver. So, yeah, that's in the works. And also an EP is coming soon that I'm working on. Yeah, definitely. And it's going to be on iTunes and Spotify and the rest. So, yeah, look out for all of that. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. Yes, definitely let me know. When you start the tour, um, uh-huh. we can definitely keep in touch and I can come Absolutely. out with something. Yeah. Absolutely. So how can our audience find you on social media? Oh, yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at I am that Tolu. I'll spell it. It's I-A-M-T-H-A-T-O-L-U. So it's the same thing for Twitter. 
And on Facebook, you can find me at Tolu Adesina. It's, it's pretty much, yeah, like that. Yes. Yeah. So before we leave today, is there any piece of, the last piece of advice yeah. that you can give to our listeners that you feel will be a valuable tool in bossing up? Yeah, I think uh, if I would give any anyone in my field an advice, or even generally speaking, never compromise hard work. You know, some people mm. say you got to be smart, do do smart work. I, I get where they're coming from. But trust me, if you burn that midnight oil and you work hard, you would see results. If you if you plow the field, you till the soil and you plant your seeds, they will grow. You know, mm-hmm. there is no shortcut to success. You have to put in the work. If you're going to be an incredible singer, you cannot rehearse and think you're just going to go into the studio, floss it. And just, you know, come out with a hit record. Right. You have to rehearse. You have to be the master of your craft. You have to be the person that says, 100%, I've given effort into perfecting my craft. Mm-hmm. But when you go out there and you have to sing live, it's undeniable. Nobody has to say, uh, he's a little pitchy over there. He was a little flat over here, you know, because you've mastered your craft. Right. You know, so I, if, that, if I would give any piece of advice to anyone, be the master of your craft. Make sure that your craft is undeniable first to yourself before you show it out to people. Mm, that's a good piece of advice. I'm writing that down right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> be the master of your craft. But that's absolutely true. Like, like, be the best of what you know how to do. Exactly. And that is why through time, as you do things, listeners, you become more and more experienced in certain things. Like when I left my corporate job to start doing event planning, I was doing all kinds of events, whether it was a birthday party, a wedding, an engagement party, whatever it was. But Uh as I started doing more and more events, I started to figure out what my niche was. So now I specialize in social and networking and branding and empowerment events now. So Mm -hmm. that's I, I just like being around people. So that's where I place myself. So these are the type of events that I do. So yeah, as time goes on, you find your niche. You figure out what you're good yeah, at. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you. Yeah. So with that being said, I thank you so much for being on this episode of Purposely Bossing. Hey, I had a great time talking to you. Thank you. Some of these questions actually helped me even while I was answering them. So awesome. That is awesome. I'm so glad. I'm sure we'll be crossing paths again in the future. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. We will. I'm sure we will. Uh But with that being said, I hope everyone has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.